0: Final installment of Sunbelt Headlines 2023. It's part five. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, well, ben, Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm Dave Schultz in Nashville, attending the uh, SEC Media Days for my day job. Uh, afternoon host on 103.3 The GOAT in Lafayette, Louisiana. Next week at this time, we'll be heading into day two of the Sunbelt Media Days down in New Orleans. We're looking forward uh, to that. All right, so headlines we've been running through for the teams. We only have two more to go, Louisiana and Texas State. And unfortunately, Texas State got some bad news. Uh, earlier in uh, the week and then we'll put a bow on it with you know the overreaching headlines of you know the Sun Belt and what could be what could be uh you know a huge day uh, or huge season for uh the Sun Belt Conference let's start out with the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and as it has been most of the case the headline is going to be who is going to be the quarterback all right a huge decision coming forward for Mike Desimo heading in year two which will be another headline. Uh, but, and I guess that has to do with Ben Wooldridge's health. If Ben woldridge is healthy, he's going to be the quarterback. I'm fairly confident uh, in that statement. If he's not healthy, are we going with Chandler Fields with a little bit more experience or Zion Chris, who again took all of the snaps in the spring to, uh, you know, to get that kind of experience, kind of that leadership, right? And kind of, you know make that huge leap that maybe have, would have taken an extra year uh, for him to get to uh, certainly you get to correct a lot of mistakes that would be the benefit of being uh, getting all the snaps you can make those corrections a lot quicker than if you are splitting uh, the snaps i would all right i understand mike desimo is you know very loyal and chandler fields uh, has been here and he's been loyal to the raging cajuns that's for sure but it seems like there's a ceiling with chandler fields I'm going to roll the dice with the kid. Then you may have another decision. If the kid gets off to a good start and it is not the easiest of all schedules, although we'll see if they can go into Old Dominion in week two and win a Sun Belt Conference ballgame to begin with. But then you get Minnesota and Buffalo. Uh, and, you know, are you starting, you know, what is it, Northwestern State? Are you starting two and two? Are you three and one? You know, are you worse? You know, that's going to set up the season for, you should be at least two and two. Can you be three and one? Can you be four and zero? Can you go beat Minnesota? You know, can you get it to where you're competing against Power Five clubs that may not be the best of all Power Five clubs? And so the, the first part is going to be who is going to be the Raging Cages quarter? That's an easy headline. A lot of college teams are dealing with that. It's a little bit different when it comes to other uh, Raging Cages. Headline number two, it's year two for Mike Deserma. The problem with that is, is that, you know, the quarterback situation is unsettled. It could be very much settled heading into year three, where if you roll the dice with Zeon Chris, he's your guy. What happens if, you know, Ben Rogers comes back and he's just not the same quarterback, right? It's, it's not only, you know, the physical aspect of coming back from. a a torn knee it's the mental aspect and he's just not doesn't have the confidence to stay in the pocket he's you know shaky trying to get hit which is understandable it's not a criticism it's what comes with coming back from an injury and so you know chris is the guy and then next year is where you're kind of hoping if you're the cajuns uh in 2024 that everything kind of comes together unfortunately it's 2023 and people are going to want to see results now, a little bit like Alabama, but not really, right? Everyone's questioning what's wrong with Alabama. And, you know, here at SEC Media Days, it's like, you know, a lot of people, they lost two games very close. Or right. They lost two ball games last play of the game. But they also won some close ball games, right? They they had to hang on to beat Texas. They had to hang on to beat Ole Miss, right? They had to get a goal line stop against Texas AM. They very easily could have been seven and five. Really, if it wasn't for Bryce Young, they very well may have been seven and five. Well, early on in the season last year, I, I had a, an analyst ask me, you know, what's wrong with the Cajuns? I'm like, well, you know, new coaching staff. He's a head coach for the first time. Took a lot of talent with him on the offensive line and in the backfield. Uh, and, you know, they're adjusting. The thing is, um, they were losing close ballgames. It's not like they were getting blown out by 30, right? They kind of lost, you know, this other missed ballgame they lost close. Could have won that ball game. They kind of blew the Troy ball game. Could have won that ball game. Uh, they could have beaten South Alabama, right? Could have won that ball game, and so they weren't really. Although those some of those games were later on in the year, um, they really weren't getting blown out. They had some close wins uh, and some close losses. I think Rice was the only one that was kind of a what was what's going on here with Rice? They just they looked bad in that ball game. All right, that was the one game that they looked bad in. But other than that, you know, they had a bunch of close wins and a bunch of close losses, which is typical for college football, even. You know, when Billy and the Cajuns went, well, they go 13-1, and one, they also had a bunch of close wins. They were not nearly as dominant as they had been in the past. And as we've been talking about this on Lockdown Sunbelt, uh, you know, for a few months, you know, we're finding out Levi Lewis was a really good college quarterback, right? He, he To me, he never quite got to the level that I was hoping for, that maybe you could challenge a, a Texas, right? That kind of thing. But boy, uh, he was really good when it mattered. You know Arkansas State, Marshall in the bowl game. Uh, they yeah. won a lot of ball games close. Where he did get really good in his senior year was throwing that deep ball. That was a huge part of the Cajuns' offense uh, a couple of years ago, and he got very good at that. Uh, and we we're finding out he he was a very good group of five college quarterback, very good. And uh, you're, you're kind of looking for that again. And the problem is, you know, can you find that again? Is Zion Chris that guy? Because Zion Chris is kind of He's that, he's what, you know, more athletic, more ability. Can he play like Levi Lewis? We'll see. All right. So that's, that's the problem is that Mike, De- I don't think Mike Desimo's is getting fired regardless of what happens this year. All right. Let's just get that out here. But the, the season that is going to come together is not probably this season for the Cajuns. It's next. One more headline for the raging Cajuns on lockdown Sunbelt. Desimo has got to go to the portal. It's a nice theory of trying to bring in guys to develop, but you're going to lose guys once you develop them. Trey Amos going to Alabama. Uh, you know, it, it's you, you can't have your head in the sand and say, I'm going to keep on doing it this way when everybody else is doing it that way. And especially when, you know, the Power Five teams are grabbing the group of five players, that means someone at the Power Five team lost their job. You got, it, you got to fill it in. Texas State turned over half their roster. 37 transfers. Uh, South Alabama only had 15 freshmen signees. I think they got 11 transfers. You have to you have to use the portal. Uh, it is a it is a quick fix. It is a, college football is now a year to- year job. It is not a we can build, right? If you get two years with the same quarterback, that's huge. Levi Lewis was quarterback for three, right? Carter Bradley is the quarterback. For two, Grayson McCall's going into his fourth year. You never see that. Onix is in his fifth year, although three at Auburn and two at Oregon. So Mike Desimo has to use uh, the portal moving forward. It is a a fact of life. He may not like it. He may want to develop the kids. But somewhere along the way, you're going to have to take some guys out of the portal to fill the holes. And you can't wait for these freshmen to develop because the guys you're replacing – who leave may not be ready. That's the problem with that. All right, when we come back, we'll do a Texas state headlines. Uh, and I. it is one of the more fascinating stories that I am uh, looking forward to uh, this season. Let me tell you a little bit about LinkedIn. Uh, and I use LinkedIn all the time. I really do having to look for jobs throughout these years. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain they have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in developing in, de- in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com/slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com/slash locked college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now, as somebody who used that from the other way, it is a big help. Uh, you put it out there that you're looking for jobs, and then you can ask people not only for advice, not only for help getting jobs, but maybe advice on how to go about getting the job. That is, to me, that is that is a key part of it. And you know, we're offering you an opportunity uh, from the other point of view to go hire qualified people, and you can find them on LinkedIn. All right, having seen people use it, use it myself, uh, it is. Uh, it's immeasurable is that a right word and how much it can help you compared to just throwing your resume out there so it's, it's a great place check it out uh, linkedin job linkedin jobs uh dot com slash locked on a college all right texas state they unfortunately got well let's back to locked on college your team every day i'm your host dave schultz we're here in nashville at sec media days getting ready for day three it's alabama day so that should be interesting uh all right, so Texas State. Uh, we'll get to what is the big headline here in a second, but they unfortunately had a headline this past weekend. Uh, Lincoln Perry out for the season with an ACL injury. He posted uh, on social media that he had surgery, and last year's Texas State leading rusher, 772 yards and six touchdowns. All Sun Belt preseason fourth team, according to Athlon, is out for the season. He's not uh, the only one. Kev Chiadello also reported redshirt junior Josh Berry is receiving a medical redshirt. He was out for the year. I'm sorry. He was out for the spring and now will miss this season as well. That leaves, according to the universitystar.com, five healthy bodies with a redshirt junior Calvin Hill, redshirt senior Jamal Jeter, sophomore Ishmael Madi, redshirt junior Demar, uh, Demarius Good, and junior Denario Davenport. We'll see if that how much that makes a difference. We're at the point in pro football and in college football where running backs may be interchangeable. We'll see. Some are better than others, but in the pros, you know, can you get the can you get eighty production? Can you get eighty percent of the production for ten percent of the cost? maybe. And so if you have a good offensive line, which Texas state is bringing in a bunch of new guys, uh, you know, that's going to go a long way to help out the quarterback situation and uh, the running back, but really feel sorry uh, for Lincoln Perry. Um, You know, was going to be a big part of this offense kind of maybe put on his shoulders a little bit until the quarterbacks got comfortable uh, in uh, GJ Kinney's new high powered, air raid offense, if you will. Uh, but now they're going to have to not only plan B, but they're going to plan C. So unfortunately, Lincoln Perry is out for uh, the season. All right, next headline, Texas State, turnover's half the roster. I think we're up to now 52. They have 14 signees, freshmen. Oh, I'm sorry, 13 freshmen. Well, I think 14 freshmen, if I can do my math right, 14 freshmen and 38 transfers. 52 transfers coming into Texas state. That's half the roster, (laughs) right? 85 scholarships. That's more than that. You know, how do you get them all working together at one time? Uh, It is going to be a very, very interesting situation uh, for G.J. Kinney to to meld them in, not only during spring, but they keep on coming in. And now they're going to be on campus here, probably already And they're all going to have to figure out how to play together in six weeks. That would be an interesting camp. I don't know how G.J. Kinney runs it, but, you know, Ken Womack has his practices wide open for the media. I I doubt that G.J. Kinney does that, but it would be really interesting. You could get into, well, people could be a little touchy when you don't know each other, right? They get touchy when you do know, know each other. And so there could be some confrontations just because everybody is fighting for positions. Let's be honest. When you bring in 37 transfers, Every position is up for grabs, <laughs> right? He's going to have to figure out a two deep rather quickly. All right, now you will go into a camp with a two deep. And as John Summerall from Troy says, that could change on a daily basis. Whether we know it or not, the media knows it or not, uh, uh, is a different story. So it'll be interesting to see on how G.J. Kinney kind of molds this group together. And he could turn over half the roster again next year depending on how many of these guys are grad students uh, and going to leave next year, does he turn the program over again? And, and where does that shift? Right. I mean, you have Mike Desmond on one side that doesn't want to use the portal and GJ Kinney, all he's doing is using the portal somewhere. You got to come together and say, all right, we need to build the freshmen. We need to bring in a class of 20 freshmen. And so when they're ready, if they're ready, when we need them and they stay, they can fill in the gaps of the guys who are graduating. So those are the headlines for Texas state basically oh and then of course we got to go back sorry quarterback you know who's the quarterback are we going with the kid or are we going with experience tj finley from auburn via lsu is in camp right it's kind of an odd deal because you got the kid malik hornsby who could have been that guy for the next two or three years he's the transfer from arkansas and we'll see how quickly that decision is made it'll be great to talk to GJ Kinney, I'm sure he's going to tell us at Sunbelt Media Days it's a quarterback competition. We'll see how it plays out. The sooner it plays out, the better. The yada 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 yada. We'll see. We know TJ Finley is uh, skilled at, at at a certain point, at a certain amount, and Millie Hornsby has a different kind of skill set. TJ Finley's much bigger. I'm going to guess has a bigger arm. Haven't seen a whole lot of Millie Hornsby. Millie Hornsby is a speedster, uh, super super athletic. So it'll be an interesting competition uh, between the two of them. Uh, that's for sure. All right. So those are the three headlines for Texas State. Lincoln Perry out for the year, turning over half the roster, and another race for the quarterback decision. You know, are we going with the kid or are we going with the experience? Uh, when we come back, we'll put a bow on 2023 Sunbelt headlines, kind of the headlines for the conference is what we're going to do when we come back on lockdown Sunbelt right after this. All right, again, the special thanks to everybody hanging with us. Uh, We'll get back to, you know, doing it every day. Camp is about to open up in a couple of weeks. We got 14 previews to do. We're going to see if we can get all the coaches on, try to set that up next week in New Orleans. And the idea being uh, that we do them preseason, and then hopefully we can grab them in season and see what's going right, what's going wrong, how our injuries factoring in, uh, again, not about excuses or I'm more of a reasons guy, but just catching up halfway during the season. We always appreciate the coaches' time. They are extremely busy, and uh, we do enjoy it when we get about 15 to 20 minutes with them. So we'll look to do that and set that up beginning, well, it could be as early as Thursday as far as I'm concerned. We'll see We'll see who wants to hop on to preview uh, their uh, their seasons on Locked On Please subscribe on YouTube. Really appreciate that. You can find them. All on your audio podcast as well, Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Amazon, all of them. So it is appreciative that you subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And of course, please subscribe and share on YouTube and on social media. It is a big help. We're going to get close to that 500. I have a feeling we're going to get very close to that 500 uh, minimum uh, by kickoff on September the 2nd. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Wrapping up 2023 Sunbelt headlines, does the Sunbelt continue to improve? Do they make a move? Again, South Alabama has it right there in front of them. It is not impossible. They should have beaten UCLA last year. They could have beaten Troy. They're playing at Tulane. That's not going to be easy. And they're playing at Oklahoma State. If they were playing at Oklahoma State later on in the season, that would be a problem. But they get them week three. Oklahoma State's changing a bunch. They're changing their new quarterback. They had a bunch of guys transfer out. You know, can an experienced South Alabama team start off the season three and zero? Find themselves, well, I don't know, 18th or 19th in the country, and then you're gonna, and then they're going to JMU. Um, you know, do they they go to Troy? All of a sudden, they're gonna win some home. They're gonna win some road games, and people are gonna start talking. It's crazy can south alabama make the playoff it's a long shot i get it but they start they start 3-0 it's they're going to start talking about it because again the way the rankings work fair or not they keep on winning all the top 25 teams keep on losing or at least half of them do they're going to move up and you're going to get the cincinnati talk and the ucf talk uh you know in november and october so can the sunbelt get that one special season from a South Alabama. Other people think it may be coastal, maybe JMU, but they can't do anything with it, right? The other one uh, is, can Troy repeat? John Summerall set the standard, almost too high of a standard, year one, right? Billy Napier is in year six in head coaching and he's in the hot seat. In Florida, John Sumrall won a conference title, coming from behind to beat the Cajuns in Lafayette, holding off South Alabama in Mobile. It really was a spectacular year by Troy. Right, their only real tough loss—well, not tough loss, but bad loss It wasn't even that bad. They lost twenty-eight to ten to Ole Miss in game one. That's it. They lost to App State on a hell Mary. Uh, You know, so they had a spectacular season. What does Troy do for an encore is really the headline. What does Troy do for an encore in 2024? And then, you know, that, again, I think the power in the Sunbelt is in the West. Troy, South Alabama, Cajuns, and the Fighting Will Halls at Southern Miss. So we're looking forward to seeing all these guys next week in New Orleans. And then let's let's do one more, you know. Does Grayson McCall go out on top? He's the three-time Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Year. Tried to leave, couldn't, comes back, new coach, new offense. You know, the experience that he had in his first two years kind of left before last season. Can those guys who have experience last season pick up the slack that was lacking last year and get back to what Coastal Carolina had been? Those are my headlines for the Sun Belt in 2023, right? Do they have that special season from South Alabama? What does Troy do for an encore? And can Grayson McCall go out on top? It's going to be a fantastic Sun Belt season all the way from the top teams to, again, new coaches, high-powered offenses, new quarterbacks, uh, coaches on the, I don't want to say hot seat, but in year three needing results. It's, It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's always going to be fun when we catch up with these guys come next week in new orleans so we will have all the coaches on 1033 the goat we'll probably and set it up to we'll try to set them up to get them to come on a locked on sunbelt over the next couple of weeks uh, so we can preview uh the season and then talk about how how it's going uh throughout the uh, throughout the camps all right again thanks very much for hopping on a locked on sunbelt uh we will have let's see coming up on friday we got matt stewart he is co-hosting uh, the Sunbelt Media Days with Rocky Boyman. So Matt Stewart's going to preview Sunbelt Media Days on Friday. And then we're going to have Rocky Boyman preview Sunbelt Media Days. Uh, uh, it's going to be, I guess, Monday. We'll post that Monday. We're going to record that Monday and post it Monday when we are done with it. So we will be previewing the Sunbelt Media Days with the co-hosts that are streaming it uh, on ESPN+. Plus. So it'll be Matt Stewart on Friday and Rocky Boyman on Monday. All right, until then, uh, have a great time, have a great day, All right, and have a great time. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and thanks so much for watching and listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.